The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria, joined by my good buddy, Chuck Manzlack, here to break down this wonderful February 14th. It's a Sunday. It's Valentine's Day. So uh, we're going to spread some love. We're going to spread some some cheer, some love uh, along this wonderful nine-game card that we have here. So uh, this is going to be an interesting one. we got a lot of things to get to. We're, we know everyone's going to be pretty busy and Listen, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I know that with it being, you know, Valentine's Day with my significant other, I'd be lucky if I can get the 45-minute podcast without her noticing on that day and then also get the lineup made and then pay attention during lock. So it's going to be a challenge for a lot of us, but it should be a fun one. But, Chuck, how are you doing, my good friend? I haven't talked to you in about a week. Uh, doing great, Mike. Everything's good. I've uh, been uh, pretty on fire with uh, my lineups lately and uh, just uh, feeling good about, uh, about uh, what's been going on uh, the past week in DFS world. But, uh, yeah, doing well. Absolutely. And listen, I seen one of those lineups earlier. I think you posted it in the Discord. Yeah. Uh, I had to. Yeah, hey, listen, man. Nah, man. That's uh, a little humble brag. Doesn't hurt nobody once in a while. It's uh, yeah. sometimes, you know, we, we could talk the talk, but hey, showing it once in a while doesn't hurt either. So, uh, yeah, congratulations. Show people in Discord. You. Show people in Discord because people at the house don't really care. So, I'm figure out. Yeah, oh, well, toss yeah, it to some yeah, people I, who get it. <laughs> the amount of times I've, I've looked at her, and, uh, you know, that being my girlfriend, and, and, and it being maybe about, you know, 12 30. Night's almost done, and I'm I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I'm like, you know, you know, it's almost there. I'm like, trust me, this this is the you know we're taking it down tonight. And she'll be like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, sure, yeah. You say that every night. Uh, right. So so <laughs> I uh, I get it. I get it. And, uh, having a nice little community like we have over there at the Hoopball Discord, it's a great group of people. Uh, everybody's on the same page. Everybody's got the same interests and common goals, and uh, we're all trying to get to that same end result. But we have some games to jump into, my good friend. But before we do, let's uh, let's give a little shout out to our sponsors, my bookie. If you guys haven't uh, checked them out, go over to mybookie.ag, check them out, use that promo code hoopball, H O O P B A L L. You will get up to a fifty percent deposit match on a thousand dollars. So you put in a grand, they'll give you five hundred dollars to play with for free. Whether you want to do it in the NBA, college hoops, uh, they even have a fully fledged casino platform. That's the one thing I love the best about them. There's, uh, you know, some of those days where you're just, you know what, my, my lineup's tanked. I'll head over to my bookie. Maybe I'll play a hand of blackjack, play a little roulette, uh, whatever it may be. I could just do some live bets. I'll do some parlays. Uh, I get my fix over there. I get my action, and I know that they are the number one most reputable bookie site in the business, the only one I trust with my money. So head over there, guys. Use that promo code HOOPBALL. And while you're out there, it's, it's Valentine's Day. So if you have that significant other, you're thinking about, hey, I need to get him a gift. Maybe check out a Manscaped. You know, maybe maybe you're sitting there and you're saying, I know somebody that needs a nice grooming travel kit. And I can tell you where it is. It's on manscaped.com. You head over there, get that perfect package kit, the lawnmower 3.0. They have the conditioner, the body wash, boxes, the briefs, everything that you need. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful gift. And believe me, if you use that promo code HOOPBALL20, it becomes even more wonderful. Because you get 20% off plus free shipping. So, guys, check that over there at Manscaped. Plenty of products to check out. But, Chuck, we got some games to jump into. Nonetheless, we're going to try to keep this brief. Uh, if at any point in time you need a break, 
Just <laughs> let me know, man. I'm going to be cooking. I'm going to be cooking right through this. I'm really interested in this site, though. So we'll start off with the first one. San Antonio Spurs traveling to Charlotte. Take on the Hornets in this one. As far as the injury report goes, like I said, buckle up. For Charlotte, Vernon Carey, uh, Nate Darling, Caleb Martin, Cody Martin, both all ruled out. P.J. Washington's doubtful. For the Spurs, LaMarcus Aldridge, Trey Jones, Lucas Simoniak, and Quindary Weatherspoon all ruled out. And for this, we do have a game total, and we do have a spread. 228.5 game total. San Antonio is being favored by 1.5, so they're expecting a relatively close game. I'll pass it over to you, Chuck. Break it down. Talk about some of these Spurs players that we might be looking at. Yeah, I mean, uh, Derek White, um, uh, where's he at here? Uh, where do you go? Here? Oh, yeah, at 5,100. Um, he only got uh, 17 minutes uh, that last game against Atlanta in that blowout. So um, I just expect him. He was coming off uh, some rest uh, before that. So I expect him to, uh, to be able to get past that 25-minute mark for this one, um, especially in a, in a game that's supposed to be close. So I think he's a good uh, good point guard, low uh, lower value uh, play there. Um I mean, I, that's really it on the Spurs side with this whole slate. Um, I'm just really liking Derek White. If anybody, I'm going to pick on this side. Yeah, that's probably it for me, too. I, I honestly don't love this this game as a whole. Pretty high total, uh, given these two teams. You know, I could see DeJounte Murray, if you want to use him in GPPs at, at 7K. I think he's a little bit uh, cashed out for me at that price tag. Uh, but he has got the upside of GPPs. Should be a plus matchup. The same could be said for Derek White. We just have to be a little concerned about the minutes. Uh, outside of that, Pirtle's a little bit too expensive for me. And I think we'll have better options than DeRozan, but I wouldn't fault you if you wanted to play him. On the Charlotte side, things get interesting. Uh, P.J. Washington being questionable or doubtful, I'm sorry, uh, means that we could probably expect to see a little bit more Miles Bridges like we've been seeing. But LaMelo Ball priced up at 8700 now. Teetering on that 9 k price, he's worth it. Let's be real. The dude's just been balling. Um, am I scared off the matchup? Not really. I am scared off the price tag slightly. He, you know, like I said, he is worth it, but we have a lot of guys that are worth it on this slate. So he's a near triple-double threat. If you want to look at him in GPPs, sure, that's probably it for me. Terry Rozier is getting a little bit priced up. Uh, Graham's back. All these guards feel like we're paying the, the top-tier price tag for all three of them. So I'm going to wait for him to kind of adjust accordingly and come down a little bit. So if I'm looking at anybody on this team, it's going to be a guy like you know maybe a Gordon Hayward. Even then, 75 don't feel great. Miles Bridges, Cody Zeller, those guys are perfectly, you know, usable. Zeller should continue to see decent minutes at center, especially with Washington out. But this is kind of like for a game that's got a, you know, a close over uh, a close game total or close over under and a, a high game total, it's kind of ugly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, I just uh, t- Terry Rogier, he's been going off, but uh, his price is just getting high. I like Gordon Hayward, 7,500. I think it's uh, his time to step up, especially in this uh, in this matchup. And like you said, uh, Miles Bridges, if PJ Washington ends up getting ruled out, but that's pretty much it um, for this side. All righty. We'll keep it moving then. Next game Minnesota Timberwolves travel to Toronto or to Florida, uh, Tampa take on the Raptors mm. in this game. So another one that has a game total, no spread quite yet though. We have a 228 and a half game total as well for this one. Uh, and then as far as injuries are concerned for the Timberwolves, Jared Culver, D'Angelo Russell, both ruled out. And for the Raptors, uh, Patrick McCaw, Jalen Harris, Malachi Flynn, all ruled out. OG and uh, Anubi, he is questionable while uh, Yuta is doubtful. So 
We'll start off with this Timberwolves team. You know, D'Angelo Russell has been dealing with that soreness for quite some time. He's going to need some time off. They're going to give him the rest that he needs. And with that, we've been seeing Ricky Rubio start. Uh, 6K feels like it's a pretty fully loaded price tag for Ricky Rubio in a matchup that's not necessarily great on paper. I don't love him. I don't want to play that in price uh, that price tag in, in cash. If you want to look him at in GPP, sure. Probably wouldn't end up on him there either. If I'm looking anywhere, it's going to be at the big dog, Carl Anthony Towns, 9,400. Uh, guy is back. He's played at least 31 minutes in both of the first two games back. You know, and he looks like his normal self. So at 9,400, I don't mind taking a stab at Carl Anthony Towns, especially, you know, uh, knowing that this Toronto team's been playing its best ball with Pascal Siakam at center. And, you know, if OG does play, this Toronto team's going to be faced with some questions. Because, like I said, Norman Powell's been balling out, and they have been playing their best their best lineups, uh, best ball with him in the lineup. Uh, they may be faced with the decision of playing Pascal Siakam at center, sliding everybody up, OG to the four, and getting a little bit of a small ball lineup in there. And in that case, I think Carl Anthony Towns will be in a smash spot. And even if not, Boucher is great at all, but it's still Cat. He'll get his own. That's pretty much all that I'm really looking at. If you need to look at like a dumpster dive play, somebody just to make it work, you could look yeah. at a guy like McLaughlin. He should continue to see minutes in the low 20s, but no D'Angelo Russell. But the upside's kind of limited. Yeah, if I'm looking at somebody like value play, like you said, if I'm looking for somebody like 20 points uh, in my lineup, yeah, I'm looking at McLaughlin. Um, the other guy, Malik Beasley, he's just been on fire lately. Um, just hitting threes. He's hit, uh, what, 20? Yeah, 17 threes in his past three games. So uh, 7,300, his price tag's uh, high, but just the way he's playing. And uh, I, I like him here. And I like some other centers on this slate, but Cat Towns I'll definitely have a couple uh, shares of. But I, I definitely like some other ones as we're going to talk about going forward. So that's pretty much it. All right. Well, I'll, I'll slide it right over to you. Why don't you lead us off with Toronto then? Yeah, so if OG uh, remains out, he's questionable now. Um, I mean – I guess I'm going to have to go Van Vliet. I usually uh, try to decide if I'm going Lowry or Van Vliet. I like him in this one, 8,300. Um, for the rest of the guys, there's not really much value here. I think Baines will have to be out there with Cat. Uh, Boucher's just been on a tear. His price is pretty high. But, again, if I need another guy to give me 20, 25 fantasy points in my lineup, I'll be looking at Baines at 3,600. I'm looking at all three of these top dogs. I mean, any anytime we see Minnesota, we, we you know, we're licking our lips over here. So, uh, Van Vliet, Siaka, Lowry, all three of those guys, I don't mind spending up on uh, any one of them basically just comes down to position eligibility and how much money you have to spend but they're all in great spots uh van fleet being the most expensive i'd probably lean lowry if i had to pick one of them just you know i guess raw points for what they're uh being considered or point per dollar is the way you'd say it but that's it uh, i think those three guys i'm not really looking at anybody else i can see boucher but he's almost at 7k right now so i'll pass end up going to another center next game New Orleans Pelicans traveling to Detroit to take on the Pistons in this one. So uh, there is no game total, and there is no spread at uh, at this very minute. So keep an eye on that. Again, kind of the norm for what we're dealing with right now in COVID times. But for the Pistons, uh, Sekou, Killian Hayes, Jalil Okafor all ruled out. Frank Jackson is probable. He's missed the past few games. Uh, Basin Plumley is questionable. He's been dealing with that elbow bursitis. He's missed the last two games. We've been seeing Isaiah Stewart start for him uh, in those absences. So on the Pelicans, though, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Josh Hart, both questionable. That's pretty much it. So we'll start off with this Pelicans team. Right. No Nikhil Alexander-Walker, no Josh Hart. What can we expect? I guess yeah, I'm saying no, but uh, they're questionable. If they sit, is there anything that we can expect? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, with these guys out, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really looking at anybody else. I mean, this side, Steven Adams, uh, if Plum Lee's out, I think he'll, he's just in a good spot as long as they're going to play him on that side um, and not play small ball. But uh, I like Steven Adams in his spot at 4,900. Um, but yeah, that's that's. Uh, I mean, Brandon Ingram, he's been playing good. He's up to eighty four hundred. I'll definitely have some shares of him. But that's pretty much it. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. I mean, Detroit's been playing good ball too, uh, surprisingly with with the with the team that they're trying out there. But this is these guys feel like they're in pretty uh, they're pretty priced appropriately. So you know, I don't love them. I don't hate them. So you talked about Brandon Ingram. Um, if Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander Walker, I guess I'll lead with that. If these guys are both ruled out, or even if one's ruled out, we should see Carol Lewis Jr. continue to play uh, pretty decent minutes. Uh, they're looking to get this guy activated and in the rotation a little bit more in any way, shape, or form. He's been playing great ball. Uh, so if he can end up you know, chipping in over 20 minutes, I think he becomes a play at min salary pretty much at 3,100. Same thing thing. Um, same thing could go for J.J. Redick at 33. If those both uh, wings are out, we should see him play a couple more minutes as well. And then I don't mind the price tags on guys like Bledsoe and Lonzo. They're not immediate guys that like stand out and pop off the page as guys I'm like gravitating towards and want to play. If I uh, if I had to play any you know one of them, it would probably be Bledsoe just because the price tag. But I'm not uh, I'm not you know necessarily gravitating towards either one of them. On the Detroit side though, I do have some interest over here. Mason Plumlee sits out again. Could we go back to Stewart? Um, kind of let us down in that last one though. Yeah, he had some foul trouble early. Um, but yeah, Plumlee's out. I like Isaiah Stewart, 3,600. Um, the other guy, another cheap point guard. He's not that cheap, but 6,400. DeLon Wright, just been playing good ball lately. Uh, Jeremy Grant, he's just, he's, he's not the Jeremy Grant with uh, without Plumlee. So I think if Plumlee sits, I'm going to lay off him. If Plumlee's in, I'll have definitely more shares of Jeremy Grant. But I think that's just been affecting his game lately with Plumlee out. <clears throat> but that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd see. Yeah. I'm not necessarily as afraid of uh, Jeremy Grant. I think that just happens to be like a correlation that we've seen. Just it happens. It so happened that he's uh, he's been shooting like you know pretty much butt the two games that Plumlee uh, he's been out. And maybe it's because the spacing is not the same. You might be right on that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and act like I've watched every Detroit game or the last two Detroit games. I've seen clips and pieces. Uh, but he's also shot you know 31% that last game against Boston, 23% against Indiana. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if when he writes the ship. And we're talking in. And that's the best part about Grant. Even in games that he struggles mightily from the floor, he's still getting you close to 30 DK points. If he hits that, you know, at like a 50%, 48% clip even, uh, we're talking probably like a 35 to 40-point game. So I don't mind Grant in this matchup. He's just a guy that I'm always feeling comfortable with, especially because of the dual eligibility. You touched on right, and I, I do not like playing this dude, but I can't, I can't fault him. He's been balling. Um, I probably won't jump on the bandwagon. I just never do when I'm, when I'm already missing it. But if you've been playing him, continue to play him. He's just been balling out. And there's no reason to see that it's slowing down right now. Dennis Smith Jr. is not going to be creeping in and taking that playing time anytime soon. And I will not be chasing the Sadiq Bay, but I will go back to Isaiah Stewart. I'm with you on that one. Sounds good. All right, brother. Let's go to the next one. Portland Trailblazers travel to Dallas. Take on the Mavs in this one. Uh, by good old Mavericks in this one after Luka Doncic coming off a fantastic game. We do have a game total. We do have a spread, 236.5, one of the higher ones that we will see on the night. Uh, we have Dallas favored by 4.5 points on in this one. So for the injury report, though, uh, that's something that we'll have to get to. And as I pull it up, Tyler Bay, Nate Hinton, Tyrell Terry all ruled out for the Mavs, so no major injuries for the Blazers. Uh, Zach Collins. C.J. McCollum, Yusuf Nurkic all rolled out. Rodney Hood is questionable. 
I'll pass it over to you. Why don't you lead us off with this Portland team? Yeah, Dame, uh, Dame Lillard, 9,600. Didn't come off the best game uh, last game against Cleveland. Um, but it was a big win. Uh, I like Dame Lillard in this spot, 9,600. Um, his other guy, Anthony Simons, 3,800 for value play on this side. I like him uh, just for the matchup. And I, I think he's he's getting – he got 30 minutes last game um, and over 20 in his – last two before that i just think uh he's in a good spot he's getting the minutes and uh he's definitely hitting value uh but that, that's pretty much it on this portland side uh but Mello and uh trent both around the same range i'll have a couple shares of them but you know it's one or the other yeah they're very very similar guys where they're both very score reliant where the shots fall they're gonna get you good value if it doesn't you're gonna be missing that value by a little bit and they're both at such fair like trent i feel like should probably be about 62 to 6300 at this point uh, but we're we're getting a little bit of meat on the bone in those guys. So I don't, yeah, I don't mind either one of those guys. I'm pretty much just looking at the value over here between Simons and Derek Jones Jr. Both 3,800. Uh, neither one of them are probably going to be the premier value plays that we need to have in our lineup on this you know slate with this many games. But they're there if we need them. Uh, maybe you're doing you know turbo game, whatever it may be. Uh, they're not terrible price tags. They got pretty safe floors. Both probably around that 20 point floor uh, and a little bit of ceiling left in there as well. So. We'll slide over the Dallas side of the ball, though. Luka Doncic coming in at 11-1 after coming off of a career high in points. Uh, I believe he put in 46 points in that last one, dropped 80 DK points in DraftKings. But uh, why don't you talk about if he is in your player pool, and I guess uh, is he one of the studs that we're looking at spending up on? Oh, man. I mean, he hit five threes. KP had eight. Uh, he's just oh, he's just coming off a great game. 12 assists on that one, too. Uh it's a big slate. I mean, you just have to have some shares of him. You can't miss out on him having another 80-point fantasy game. Um, it seems like him and KP are just trying to bring this team back uh, into the standings there and, and work their way up onto the into the leaderboard there. But uh, I, I like their other two uh, guys who are shooting over 80%, just helping them out, uh, Jalen Brunson and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, they're just both good backups for these two. So they're definitely uh, good plays for um, for the, for the Dallas side of it. If they're, if they're going to win, these guys are the last game they shot over 80 percent so i like them yep that's it for me it's luca uh never gonna rule luca out for me and then uh, i look at some brunson at 49 i like this matchup for him i think this is a superb matchup for him he's been playing good ball and when brunson's playing well and he's making a difference on the court in the plus minus he generally just continues to play we see high 20s sometimes even low 30s minutes from him. So that's it probably won't touch any of those other wings Next game, fifth game, man. I told you, we cruise. I feel like we do this. We do this show. We cruise sometimes. We're about yeah, we're, 19 we're, minutes in. Uh, we're good with so. it. You know, we're trying to keep people out of trouble today. You know, you got to you gotta sneak off into the cupboard while you listen to this. But Milwaukee like Bucks <laughs> traveling to OKC. Take on the Thunder. No game total. No spread. Mm. Surprise, surprise. Uh, for the Bucks, Drew Holiday still away from the team. The only real injury to begin or uh, you know news worth monitoring. But for OKC again, buckle up. Shai Gilgis Alexander, Josh Hall, George Hill, Ty Jerome, Theo Maladon, all ruled out. So we'll start off with this Milwaukee team. 
I, you know, I, I'm tired about talking about blowouts, especially if we're ever talking about this whole case. Yeah. Season, because they are <laughs> scrappy. So why don't you talk about what you're looking at in the Bucks? Yeah, these guys on the Bucks side. All right. Yeah. If, uh, it seems like uh, OKC's just just giving these these teams runs. Uh, they're just getting beat. That last one against Denver. Um, but yeah, I like uh, Horford. Uh, it's a good matchup. Him and and Brooks Lopez going to be out there. Um, uh, Horford sixty nine hundred another uh, another little lower uh, option than uh, than the Vooches, the Drummonds and uh, you know um, the Cats but uh, uh, oh we're talking about OKC we're talking about Milwaukee here right okay uh, wrong side so Brooks Lopez obviously on the other side I uh, like Brooks Lopez uh, he's going to be out there with Horford and Giannis ten nine it's going to be Giannis or Luca um, Giannis will definitely be in my some of my lineups it, it seems like OKC is keeping these games close so hopefully it's not a blowout and that's it dude it's just that's what it is with uh, with Giannis if we're playing Giannis we want to get the thirty six to the thirty nine minute Giannis like we've seen uh, two out of the past three games where he put up 65, 70 DK points and when it's lower than thirty five minutes you're looking at about forty seven fifty. Uh, that's, you know, he could hit that 60 in that mark, but it's tough to feel confident. So I'm with you. Uh, I'm willing to take the chance. And this is probably the wrong time for listeners to hear me say this. Cause when I jump on, it's not good. Uh, but I bet against OKC the past few nights when it comes to make my DFS lineups and I paid the price. <laughs> uh, I'm willing, I'm willing to take a stab on a couple of these Milwaukee guys, especially with Drew Holiday out of the lineup, hoping that OKC can just keep that scrappiness alive. They couldn't lose if they want to, it looks like. So Giannis is in play for me. I'll be looking at DiVincenzo as well. 5,200 should continue to play some pretty solid minutes. Handle a lot of that point guard dude. He's coming off of a rough game against Utah, but that happens when you're facing Utah. I think this is a great bounce back spot for him at 5,200. Those are the two main guys I'm looking at. i probably draw the line there, but again, Middleton is very much in play as well. But you were excited about talking about some of these OKC guys, so I'll pass it over to you. You were talking about Horford, so I'll let you finish with that. Yeah, I mean Horford has to be the guy over here um for for this uh just 6900 like I said uh just played 28 minutes game against Denver. I, I feel like he'll be out there with Lopez getting those minutes. Uh hopefully uh doing some good things on the court and Diallo 7100 just waiting for this guy. This guy's getting all these opportunities, putting up good fantasy points, but I just want him to put up a 50 50 burger in one of these. So hoping this is the one um and keep this game close. Uh, Dort's just playing bad ball. So, um, and Baisley, I, I, I like Horford Diallo. Those would be my two guys on this side with, with these guys out now. I think it's just Horford. Like if I'm playing Giannis, I'm, I'm running it back with Horford. I, I like Diallo. I just don't want to pay the $7,100 price tag for him. Uh, it's a little bit too expensive for me in this matchup. If I like to target OKC or uh, Milwaukee with wings, I want them to be able to knock down the three point shot at a, a pretty significant clip. And I think Diallo shoot about 28% of the year from deep. So I, I don't think I'll end up there. Um, and uh, that's what stinks. I want to find that three-point shooter against this team, but it just doesn't look like I'm finding him right now in OKC. I could see maybe a guy like Dort just having that random good game, but I'm not chasing Justin Jackson. But for me, the only guy I really have any confidence would would be Horford. I do like that Ken Rich Williams uh, role. I just don't love that price tag. Mm. We'll, right. we'll move on. The next right. game, Orlando Magic traveling to Phoenix. Take on the Suns in this one. No game total, no spread. For the Magic, Alfred Camino, Cole Anthony, James Enos, Evan Fournier, all questionable. Markel Fultz and Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, Frank Mason, all ruled out. Suns did not submit their injury report. They played today. I'll pass it over to you, Orlando. 
Yeah, if these guys are do end up sitting, they're all questionable now. Uh, be looking at uh, two guys, Michael Carter Williams coming off a good game, uh, forty seven hundred. These guys are in, probably going to fall back off him, but uh, if they're out, uh, I definitely like him at his price. And Dwayne Bacon would be the other guy right around that range, forty eight hundred. Um, Vucevic is just uh, 9,800. I think he's a little high. He's coming off a great game, put up 22 shots, 77% shooting. But uh, it's it's pretty much going to be those those lower uh, mid-tier guys, Carter Williams and Dwayne Bacon. Yep, I'm with you right there. Those are Both those guys, significant roles, especially if we see Cole Anthony. <clears throat> That's the main guy I want to see. If Cole Anthony's rolled out, Michael Carter Williams, very, very much in play with me. Uh, listen, we're not expecting him to play 35 minutes no matter what, but in, at that price tag – He's a dude that we've seen throughout the years be able to stuff the stat sheet, whether it's rebounds, assists. He can score a little bit, not known for it necessarily, uh, but he gets it done defensively with with the steals, with the blocks as a guard. So I definitely have some interest in Carter Williams, and then I wouldn't mind looking at some bacon as well. Very similar price tag. Also gets they're both small forward eligible, so uh, one position I hate to fill. I like to spend down on Phoenix side of the ball, though. Uh, we'll look over here. Devin Booker coming at 82, Chris Paul at 77. Both these guys coming off pretty good games. Uh, which one stands out more to you? I like Booker. Um, 8,200 is just putting up 20-plus shots. And, uh, I mean, he, he had a great game this game. Um, so, I mean, if I had to pick between Paul and Booker, I like Booker. Uh, the other guy would be eight, and he didn't get many minutes. He got 26 minutes this game. But uh, NB just, uh, just, just kind of dominated that one. So, I think I'm looking for him to kind of have a little uh, little aggression coming back and uh, going against Fooch in this one and hopefully uh, – trying to put up some bigger numbers and bigger minutes in this one. And uh, McCall Bridges, I thought he had a better game against uh, that Philly team um, with all that uh, drama in the past. But he, uh, but I, I expect a little bounce back from him, too. I like him at 6,600. And, oh, and, and the other guy, <laughs> I know it's a big slate, but Crowder. Crowder's just going to be going against, I don't know, who, Kiki or Birch. Or, I, it's a great matchup for Crowder, so I like him, too, at its 4,700. Yeah, no, you definitely – Listen, we have to like some of these guys here on this Phoenix side of the ball. I'm with you. I think Booker is my top option. Uh, definitely a good bounce back. You're right. He got taken to the shed by B today. It was uh, it was rough. And, you know, one thing about playing with Chris Paul and eight, and we've seen it throughout the media, they've talked about it several times. Whenever there's one of these games, uh, Chris Paul doesn't necessarily, you know, put his arm around eight and bring him in the locker room and say, hey, kid, you'll get him next time. Uh, he chews into him. Uh, he tries to build this guy back up, let him know how, how you know, dominant he could be, use his size. And he said, lets him know, like, listen, I'm not expecting another game like that from you again. Uh, you know, the bounce back should be here. So I do like some eight. And it, it gets a little dicey when you're looking at him in Horford. And to me, it comes down to, I guess, uh, lineup construction, whether or not you have some exposure on that Milwaukee team. You'll probably lean a little bit more towards Horford. If you don't, then you'll probably lean a little bit more towards Aiton. But they're two, uh, two of my favorite centers, I guess, right in that price range uh, comparatively to each other. And that's it. I can definitely see some Crowder, though. I do like that Crowder matchup as well. And uh, keep an eye on some of these guys. It is a back-to-back, but Dario Saric campaigned. They returned. Dario Saric actually played very, very well. Mm. Uh, for everything that we just said about how B took eight into the tool shed, Saric took and B to the tool shed. Uh, probably about on like four different possessions. So uh, keep an eye on him. He's at 3,800. If he's got no restrictions and is looking at you know 20 minutes or so, I like this matchup for him at that price tag. Love Sarge today, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, listen, I, I was actually I'm going against Santino in our uh, our year long league. I had one streamer spot. I looked at Sarge. You know, everything in my mind told me to pick him up, 
and okay. I did. I went with the uh, the wrong pick, and we're in a, <laughs> we're in a deep league, so it was surprising that he was even available. But it was, I, I picked up Brandon Goodwin. We'll yeah. keep it moving. We won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> L.A. Lakers traveling to Denver. This is a good game. This is one that we're all looking forward to. Uh, we have a two seventeen game total, no spread yet. As for injuries, for what oh, was it for the Nuggets? Uh, actually, yeah, there we go. I got it right. For the Nuggets, Will Barton ruled out. P.J. Dozier out. Gary Harris out. And for the Lakers. Oh, I'm sorry. Jamal Murray, questionable. Big one. I almost dodged that one. Uh, so we'll go back through that one just because I kind of butchered it. Will Barton, P.J. Dozier, Gary Harris all ruled out while Jamal, Jamal Murray is questionable. For the Lakers, Costa Antetokounmpo is out. Alex Caruso, questionable or probable. Anthony Davis, questionable. LeBron James is probable. Looking at this Laker team, we're expecting a close one. LeBron James at 10-2. We already talked about Luka. We already talked about Giannis. Where does he rank amongst the studs? Oh, man, especially if AD's out in this one. He's just – he hasn't missed a game this season. Um, averaging, what, almost 40 minutes in his past five games. Um, just wants to keep this Laker team up top of those standings uh, with uh, Utah. But I, I think he's, uh, he's if AD's out, he's just going to give it his all again, as he does every other night. So solid option, late game. Uh, I think you, you might need to have LeBron there for that late game in your lineup. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic option anytime. And like you said, I think for me it comes down to we probably won't have this news. The Lakers actually been fairly okay with it, so hopefully we do. Um if ADs for some reason sits, then yeah, LeBron's a fantastic play. He's a fantastic play. No matter what, we know he's got a very, very safe floor. He's got this very similar ceiling to some of these other guys. And for some reason, his ownership's, you know, generally gonna be lower than Luca and Giannis anyway. So I will play a little bit, uh, a little bit of LeBron. I probably won't play too much Davis, although you know, that price tag is uh is tantalizing. And then outside of that, if I'm looking at anybody, you know, it might be like an outside shot on a guy like uh, Dennis Schroeder, but we have better options available. Sounds good. How about you on the Denver side? What are you looking at? Uh, yeah, if uh, Jamal Murray's out, looking at Monte Morris, as usual, 4,200. Um, I guess if he's out, too, we'll be looking at Michael Porter Jr., uh, 5,900. Been playing pretty good. I think with Murray out, definitely get a usage bump there. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Joker is going to have to play his uh, his minutes. If this this game seems like it'll be a good game, so I, I expect a fifty plus fantasy point game from him as usual. So uh, definitely have some shares of Jokic, but uh, more on the Porter and uh, Morris side. That's it for me. Just Porter and Morris. I won't play any Jokic in this matchup. I, I just have to eventually cross out some of these studs. And I've already talked about Giannis and Luca. Those are my two top tier guys. I'm looking at. If I'm going to go a little lower than them. It would probably be the cat. Uh, and that's probably where I gotta, you know, start to draw the line on some of these guys. So I don't think I'll have Jokic. I will have some uh, Michael Porter Jr. and I will have some Monte Morris, especially if we see that Jamal Murray is ruled out. So Two good. games left, though. The cruiser continues. Before we continue, though, quick second, guys. If you have a minute, you can give us a thumbs up, five star review, subscribe notifications on whatever it may be wherever you listen to this whether it's i uh, apple podcast itunes stitcher spotify iHeartRadio, wherever it may be we greatly appreciate it guys it means a lot to us it really does uh we check them every single day we see the positive feedback uh we see the nice gestures i've even seen a couple people leave uh, some nice positive comments for me and my family in there so i do appreciate uh and love that as well guys so thank you for everybody uh who's been doing that and who has done that 
Uh, we see it. And anybody that's left a little bit of feedback, constructive criticism wise, we read it. We take it serious. Uh, there's some things that we're working on and uh, some things that are a little bit out of the control that we're working on. We're trying our best. Uh, but if you're tuning in and you're listening to this, obviously we're doing something right. So we appreciate the fact that you guys keep tuning back in. So thank you guys. Uh, and that is all I had to say. That was a little part of the interruption. So we'll get back to these last two games now. Cleveland Cavaliers traveling to L.A. to take on the Clippers in this one. Uh, this one a little bit of a different battle of uh, of an L.A. and Cleveland than, than we were used to seeing over the past few years. But uh, no game total, no spread in this one. So we'll have to kind of keep an eye on that. We'll usually have these the next morning uh, once the news comes out towards the end of the night. But for the Cavs, Matthew Delvadova, Kevin Love, Larry Nance Jr. all ruled out. The Clippers, Paul George is the only one on the injury report. He is out. I'll pass it over to you, Chuck. On this Cleveland team, could we trust any of them? Yeah, I kind of love Drummond in this one. Uh, just past two games, been blowouts, and he's only received 17 and 16 in the game before that. But uh, I think if they're going to have to stay close in this and not get blown out again, I would hope Drummond would get some uh, better minutes up, uh, down to 7,700. Just a great price for Andre Drummond as long as he can play. Um, I expect them to leave him in this one. Um, so 7,700, love Drummond in this. Uh, Darius Garland, 5,600, another cheap point guard. Um has been putting up some 30-plus fantasy points um, in the past few games, a um, couple games before. But, but yeah, uh, maybe have a shot at uh, Torian Prince at 4,500 here and there in the lineup. Yeah, I think with Drummond, that's the only thing that we ever worry about is those minutes. So uh, I'm with you. I think he's a fantastic GPP play. I can't trust him in cash. I think at this point in time, he's burned that bridge on us too many times for cash. But uh, GPP, he's a fantastic play. It doesn't get much better than him. Just a guy that we know is severely underpriced if he just could get the workload. Uh, looking at the sample size, these teams did play once earlier in the season. He only played about 22 minutes or so, put about 20, uh, 20 TK points. You know, Does that mean that's going to happen again? Absolutely not. Things might be a little bit different, uh, just considering the way that the game flow might go with no Paul George. So I'm with you. Drummond, excellent tournament play. Uh, other guys I'll be looking at, Torian Prince at 4,500. He drew the start over uh, Allen in that last one. I would expect him to do that again in this one. So at 4,500, I'll have some interest in him. Uh, and then both these backcourt guys, you know, Patrick Beverly is going to be back in that starting lineup. Um, you know, whether he's on Sexton or Garland, that remains to be seen. But both these guys played, uh, you know, fairly well in the in their matchup previously in the season. Garland played 34, put up about 30 DK points. Uh, while Saxton put up about 38 DK points, he closed to 30, I think it was actually almost 40 minutes. Yeah, 38 minutes in that last one. So uh, I'll I'll have some interest in all three of these guys. It's mostly going to come down to who I'm like running it back with, I guess, on this Clippers side of the ball. Kawhi Leonard at 9,700. We already talked about the studs. It's Kawhi Leonard. I'll never fault you, but I, I won't be playing him over some of those other guys I just talked about. And uh, to be honest, man, I don't love a lot of anything. Lou Williams starting to get priced up at 6'3". For as good as he's been balling, that just feels like a little bit too pricey for me. I mean, I can guess seeing, uh, you know, going down to a Batum or Marcus Morris and just trying to capitalize on Paul George being out. But that's it. Yeah, Marcus Morris, he's been uh, in a 33-point fantasy uh, game. He's been on his plus mind. He's been in the plus side when he's on the court. Um, so, yeah, especially over Canard. Canard's just been uh, pretty horrible um, when on the court um, with opposing teams and them scoring on him. Uh, so I like Marcus Morris at that price. And like you said, Batum, 4,900, has been playing pretty good. But, yeah, I'm going to stay away from Kawhi myself. Yeah, and listen, Kawhi Leonard, one of the best basketball players in the NBA. And no one's taking that away from him. 
but we have a lot of action to get to. We have nine games, and we have a lot of studs that we've already talked about. Let's just right. keep it real. All right, man. That's it. Looks like we have one last game on our right. hands. Memphis Grizzlies traveling to Sacramento to take on the Kings. No game total. No spread in this one either. So, uh, as far as the injury report for the Grizzlies, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., D'Anthony Melton, Jonte Porter, Killian Tilly, Justice Winslow, all ruled out. Sean McDermott, Brandon Clark are questionable. For the Kings, Marvin Bagley is questionable. Darren Fox as well. Both those guys sat out that last one. We kind of saw a little bit of a different rotation. Well, you're going to have to monitor. We're hoping to have most of this news for this game because this one is going to impact the slate drastically. I'll pass it over to you. I'll let you take this Memphis side of the ball. Uh, yeah, Ja, uh, 7,600, came off a nice double-double against the Lakers. Uh, they battled it out. And... Uh, uh, they didn't. They didn't get it. But I, I, I would hope Fox would play this game, and he was sitting to be able to play a nice little John Morant versus De'Aaron Fox battle here. So, um, yeah, if uh, De'Aaron Fox plays, I, I like the that battle there. I would take John Morant. Um, the other guy with with these guys out, if they are out, um, with Melton and and like you said, Clark. I'm um, looking at Grayson Allen again. Just had a great game. Forty three hundred. Good. Uh, good. Good play. Good value. Just smashed that last game. So that's pretty much it on this side. Yeah, I think I think we have to look at those guys that are going to be replaced. So, you know, Conchar, uh, you know, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen, obviously, the safer and better play. Uh, Conchar, the guy that if you're dumpster diving and you still need to get someone in there, he should continue to play, you know, 17 to 20 minutes, especially with no Melton uh, and no Bain. Uh, outside of that, you know, Kyle Anderson, don't mind him at 63, but Brandon Clark comes back. Kyle Anderson go back to the three, and he's a little bit less viable at the three. We want to play in point guard. We want to play in power forward, have a little bit of rebounding or assist upside. I don't mind John Morant in 76. I just think that we've talked about a few guys already, uh, and we'll talk about that matchup that you just mentioned in a second that I'm actually pretty excited about once we slide over to the king. So for me, it's just going to really be a little bit of Grayson Allen, uh, a little bit of Conchar, and, uh, you know, if I had to pick between Jonas or Ja, I think I might lean Jonas in this matchup. I uh, don't know how I quite feel about it. I'm going to have to see when push comes to shove. We already talked about too many centers, but on the Sacramento side of the ball, so there's one thing I wanted to talk about over here, Chuck. One thing I was, I've been – I've had circled on my calendar. <laughs> Go for uh, it. I've, I've had starred. I've been waiting for this, and I'm a little disappointed. I'll tell you why. It's that Darren Fox is questionable. And the fact that he's nine thousand dollars, I've been waiting for this matchup because there were some critics early in the year. Sometimes even maybe it was earlier in the year. It was over the summer of last year that basically came out and said, and I, I may be messing this quote up. And Darren Fox took this to heart and had comments on it. All right, I know who you're uh, talking about. <laughs> yes, that. John Morant is who De'Aaron Fox thinks he is. Uh, so I, when I heard that, I said, and he did not take kindly those comments. I said, okay, I got to remember this matchup. I got to, I have a feeling he's going to come in that day and show him who's daddy. Right. So uh, I definitely, I don't love the price tag. I don't love that he's questionable. But if we get that there's, there's no, uh, there's no, there's no limitations, there's no restrictions. Even at that price tag, for the sake of the narrative, I'm going to have a shot because I don't want to be wrong on this one and say, man, I had that thing circled and started for so long that I played no shares. <laughs> I wish she was like 82, 83. I'd be yeah. all over this, all over this. At 9K, though, I'm still going to have a stab at that narrative. Uh, and then if he's out, I mean, if, if him and Bagley sit out, we, we go back to Halliburton. Uh, we pay that $6,600 price tag. We feel great about it. We don't pay any attention to it. We don't mind it whatsoever. We play Belize at 3600 if there's no Bagley. 
Uh, they're looking to shop this guy. They're going to give him a little bit of extra run, I think, especially if Bagley sits, and that's it. Yeah, I'm with you. Darren Fox, just the highest he's been all season, but just just uh, like you said, he's been waiting for this. So if he does play, definitely going to have to have him. Um, if he does sit, looking at Harrison Barnes, 6,700. It's been playing pretty good, and, and Halliburton, 6,600. Just can't play homes right now, even at 5,700 with Valanchunas uh, with on the other side. So that's uh, pretty much the guys I'm going to be looking at. All right, my good friend. That is it. That brings us home. 39 minutes. Cruising. Bang. Cruising. Cruising. (laughs) All right, man. Well, it was always a pleasure. I appreciate you joining me and breaking this down. I always love your insight, man. A lot of the times we're we're a little off. We're a little odd on a lot of the same guys, and that's the way it should be. So I hope that all of our listeners enjoy listening to and can uh, take some good knowledge onto this nice little Valentine's Day slate. Uh, Nonetheless, guys. Love ones, your significant others, your families. Call them, say hi, say hello, tell me you love them, spend some time with them. Definitely get your shares of your lineups in there. I'm not saying don't play, I will have mine, but remember what's important and uh, try not to get in trouble checking your lineups throughout the night. I know I will. But anything else you want to say before we take off, Chuck? No, that's about it. I'm good. Happy V Day. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, I'll be out, my good buddy Brett. We'll be cashing in on that nice little. Sunday night slate. We're recording it Sunday night. It'll be for Monday morning, though. But thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys later. See ya. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.